Today on CityCast Boise, if you're taking on dry January, you should know about Sober in Boise. Veronica Schmidt runs the Instagram account, and she's built a sober curious community. She's here to help us navigate the city without the pressures of drinking, with tips for planning a night out and finding the best mocktails around. It's Wednesday, January 18th, 2023. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is CityCast Boise. Hi, Veronica. Thanks for being here. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So you are part of this uh, Sober in Boise, the sober movement here. So why did you choose to quit drinking or or to pause drinking right now? Yeah, so I just got to a point where um, I had some hard things going on in my life and I didn't think drinking was part of the problem. I still I still don't. But I just thought, how, how am I going to get through this? And so I took an inventory of everything that serves me and then things that don't serve me and things that were neutral and drinking was on the, on the list that got cut out. It's, it just didn't, I didn't, I don't feel as good physically or mentally when I drink. I also get crippling hangovers. So that, yeah, (laughs) that's like a, you know, a very natural consequence. So I was just like, what's the, what's the point in this? And so I really just wanted to focus on all the the things that really served me and and alcohol wasn't one of those. Yeah. I think, you know, when a lot of times when people are thinking about quitting drinking, um, you know, you, somebody might be a full blown alcoholic and be like really no and really ready, but they, I think a lot of people don't realize that it can be a a very different process for some people. Like I've been in recovery over a decade and, um, but I, I quit in stages. Uh, I stopped drinking hard alcohol before I had my kids, uh, when I was like, 20 and then I quit drinking wine and then I quit drinking beer and eventually I was kind of the same reason as you like the, my hangovers were way too much I did a lot of 12 step group work um and eventually kind of started to feel like oh alcohol really isn't the problem it's just something that exacerbates other problems that I'm having exactly and then I always say you don't have to be an alcoholic to stop drinking and you don't have to have a reason you don't have to have a religious reason you don't have to be pregnant like you can just stop drinking it could just be a preference you know yeah you can be like like how some people are like i don't eat dairy or whatever oh my gosh. You, know, you, I know, you like, tell people that you don't eat gluten and they're like oh absolutely but you tell someone you don't drink alcohol and they're like oh my gosh okay why tell me why you know yeah. and so <laughs> just not <laughs> and what is the purpose of the movement sober in boise for me personally, for my chapter here in Boise, um, mine is to be really, really inclusive for everyone, drinkers and non-drinkers alike. Whether you're you're drinking and you're just DD that night and you want to navigate how to go out, you know, one night in Boise versus if you if you haven't drank in five years or never drank, um, and anybody in between. So really wanted to to be inclusive and just show that there's more to do in Boise. Like Boise is such a fun city. So there's more to do than just with your friends or coworkers. Let's go grab a drink. Or if people are saying, let's go grab a drink. Okay, how can I go grab a drink that's not an alcoholic and still have a great time? Yeah, that's that can be really difficult, uh, especially when people are getting freshly sober. I've experienced that myself of, you know, still wanting to be social, still wanting to be a part of things. Uh, and there can be a lot of pressure, uh, you know, and there's like 
society's idea is kind of like, well, if we're going out after work or if we're going out on the weekend, there's going to be drinking involved. Can you talk a little bit about like that, about that pressure people feel to, to include alcohol in fun? Absolutely. Alcohol and fun are so synonymous in our culture that it's hard to decouple the two. And so that was another really big big thing I wanted to highlight with the Instagram page as well is that you can go out and you can have all the same fun, but without, without drinking, you're actually a cool person. You don't need alcohol to be cool. (laughs) You know, like you're, you're a fun person. You don't need alcohol to be fun. Yeah. Boise can be tough. I've found, you know, we have such an alcohol culture here. Like if you're downtown, Mm -hmm. it's basically breweries are one of your only options for places to hang out. And it can be really hard, especially in the beginning when you're like, Maybe if you're struggling not to drink, you know, it can be really hard to be out and about doing things with people that only involve alcohol. Did you find that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so that's why I just like really clung to like the non-alcoholic options, mocktails and stuff. And I didn't know where had them at first. And so that's why I was like so excited to share with the community what places have awesome options. But it's so much nicer to be able to point to something on a menu and say, I want this, just like all your friends. And then it's easier too, if I'm going out with coworkers, because, you know, drinking so normalized, it's like, you're not drinking. Why? You have to have a reason why not you're not drinking, you know? And so then if, if there's something on the menu, people don't even know when it comes that it's not alcoholic, you know? And so those are really, really nice. There's a few breweries around town that um, I've talked to that are thinking about brewing non-alcoholic beer or, or carry and stock a different brewery that has non-alcoholic beer or like kombucha. I know um, Payette has a bunch of non-alcoholic options. You don't have to just drink water or a Diet Coke, you know, you can have something a little bit more fun. When I first got sober, I would drink ginger ale. And then by the end of the night, I'd realize I'd had like six ginger ales. Just because you're kind of keeping up with everybody and my hands (laughs) would be shaking. But so who, who does have the best mocktails? What are some fun drink alternatives you've found around town? Yeah, so a lot of places do. So um, like Water Bear was the one place that I knew had mocktails. Um, and so they have a good selection. The Lively for some, you know, like nicer upscale places. Uh, like Bitter Creek, Diablo and & Sons, and, and Red Feather, you know, they're all kind of um, connected right there. And Bitter Creek's been serving non-alcoholic beer for, for years, like way way ahead of this because it is getting more normalized and popular. Um, and so they reached out to me and they're like, dude, we all have them. We've been having them for years. This is awesome that you're doing this. I'm like, yes, this is awesome that you have had these on your menu for so long. Yeah, I, I'm wondering about that. You know, you said a lot of these places already had stuff set up. And, you know, you talked to all these other cities. Is it easier to be sober in a place like Boise? Like, are we set up for I mean, I'm kind of referencing Mormonism here. Like, since we have a yeah. lot of people who are, you know, sort of religiously sober. Is it easier in a place like Boise, you think? It is. So I actually um, have the privilege of traveling a lot for work. And so I do have that network with some of the other ladies in, in other cities. And I reached out specifically to their rep and was like, how do you do this? <laughs> there is nothing to do in this town but drink. And they're like, yeah, it sucks. So then, and so seeing other places, because it was, it would be easy for me to be like, oh, it's so hard to be sober in Boise with all our breweries. But then knowing there's all these other great places that you can go and then breweries that are sober inclusive um, has made me so appreciative for Boise. It is one of the the better cities for it. So let's talk like planning a fun night out. Like, like you said, in some city, there's nothing to do but drink. But here, what is there to do if people are trying not to drink? 
I have a few like tips and tricks for if you're going out, try to go somewhere that you know does have something on the menu so you don't have to order off menu and feel kind of high maintenance or like different. Um, and then just like don't make a big deal out of it. And then personally, I think anything that you would do drunk, you can do sober. One of the funnest nights I've had out is I went out with a bunch of people um, and we went to Hannah's and we danced and Hannah's does not really, um, they're not the first place you think of for sobriety, but I pulled the waitress aside and I said, Hey, I'm going to order a vodka soda and I just want a soda. And she was so great. She came up to me every time and was like, I put yours with an orange straw. This one's your, you know, gave me a Mm -hmm. different color straw. So I didn't accidentally grab the wrong one. You know, friends I was with all ordered doubles. She's like, do you want a double? And I was like, yeah. So she just brought it in a taller glass and she was amazing. I had the best time ever. So you find people out there that are so supportive. It's really great. Yeah. And that brings up a good point, you know, even for people who aren't trying to get sober, I do feel feel like it can be really good and like helpful for people to go do things they would only do drunk. Like dancing is a perfect thing. Like somebody who's like, oh, I can only dance once I get drunk. Like maybe that's something to kind of tinker with, you know, to be like, uh, you know, how can I get comfortable enough in myself that I can go dancing without uh, alcohol? So for people like right now, I know quite a few people who are doing dry January. Mm -hmm. What if someone wants to try stopping drinking? What are your suggestions? Yeah. So, um, like actually someone just asked me too, like, Oh, I'm going on a first date. Um, I don't drink. How do I, what do I do for a first date? That's not going to grab a drink. It's like, okay, go grab a coffee, like go to ice cream, the still Stella's. I think there's another one down right downtown that are so great. You know, go have ice cream, go places that you wouldn't nor like, so there's one thing where you can do something that you would only usually do drinking and just try to do it sober. But on the absolute opposite side of that is do something that you normally wouldn't do. Like go to a yoga class, go, um, you know, explore the city, do something active. Boise is a great city for, for activities. So. Yeah. Learning to, to have fun, you know, in a lot of the 12 step groups, they have like fun and sobriety groups that help people like learn how to live outside of their drinking. Um, and we, you and I were kind of talking about that before the show, other than 12-step groups, which you said you didn't really identify as an alcoholic, so that didn't feel like an option for you, what other what other support can people find? Yeah, and that's actually one of the reasons why I wanted to start this page as well, because um, when I wanted to stop drinking, everything I found was, you're an alcoholic, here's the reasons why you can never drink again, or you're fine, keep going, and I, neither of those fit for me. And so I think, you know, hopefully my page is inclusive support for things that if you just choose not to drink today and if you choose to drink tomorrow that's fine in fact I had a glass of wine over Thanksgiving and then some champagne on on New Year's Eve and I'm not beating myself up about it I don't feel inauthentic it's um, I'm still you know helping people be sober in Boise when they choose to be sober and if they don't so what so um, support wise I think always having a buddy someone that you know you're not drinking and that you can just kind of call or text so, you know, which is similar to the idea of a sponsor, but there's not as much pressure, pressure on it. Um, and then, um, you know, hopefully my Instagram page is also supportive of, of people in that same boat. Yeah, it seems like people uh, would really appreciate a non-judgmental 
place to try this out, whether they think they're an alcoholic or not, but just somewhere to sort of like try it out with other people who are trying it out. And if you're like, yeah, I had a glass of wine, nobody's going to, you know, gasp and clutch their pearls. They're just going to be like, yeah, you're an adult, <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah, we trust, exactly. we trust that you're doing the thing that's the best for you. So have you had like any like meetups? Have you guys gotten together? Yeah, we had one. We had great turnout. That one was specifically for women, but we did yoga in the park over at Camelsback Park. And then we just had like snacks and, and a bunch of non-alcoholic drinks, um, you know, different like non-alcoholic beers and wines and champagnes and, and stuff that, that were donated. Um, we definitely want to do another one and we'll include, include the gentleman this time, um, but probably waiting for it to warm up a little bit just so we can keep it outside just you know, with flu season and everything going on, we're going to, we're going to pause, pause that for a little bit, but, um, and you'll be able to find out about that. I will obnoxiously post about it all over my Instagram page, shamelessly plugging that so that everybody um, knows it's coming up. So how can people reach out to you? How can they join your sober in Boise community? Yeah. So my Instagram handle is sober in Boise, but just the letter N. So sober, the letter N Boise. Um, yeah, would love to connect. Um, actually, working on trying to find someone to maybe co-manage the page with. So if anyone's interested in that, please reach out. It sounds like you're really building a fun and very inclusive community, whether or not people feel like they're alcoholics or they're, you know, just taking a couple days off drinking or a month or they're trying it. So that's very cool of you to, to, to be so welcoming to everyone. And I'm sure people really appreciate that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, thanks for coming on and I'll see you around. I'll buy a ginger ale. How about? (laughs) That sounds perfect. I love it. Cheers. And one more thing before we sign off. The Idaho Statesman has a great report on how Meridian went from a sleepy dairy town to the fourth fastest growing city in the U.S. In 1990, the suburb had about 10,000 residents. Now it's 10 times that size. We'll link to the full report in our show notes, which includes a pretty cool time-lapse video showing the city's growth over time. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Leave us a review and don't forget to subscribe to our Hey Boise newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more stories from around the city. Bye. Bye.